Hi guys, and welcome to another episode of the Empty Stands Podcast. December is usually where we separate the boys from the men, and I feel the table is beginning to take some type of shape with the games coming thick and fast and really hard in this period. Ebuka, how are you doing today? Yeah, I'm good, Chicks. Um, I think two of those people that we consider as men, they faced each other in game with 13. And we saw a very interesting battle at Anfield. Son delivered to reward his FPL um, managers. I think that was the only game where we saw um, FPL assets really deliver. That's Salah scoring, Son also scoring. In the other games, Buena Blanc, Bruno Fernandez Blanc, uh, Vardy Blanc, everyone you can think of. That was the captain of Sean Blanc. So it was a, it was an interesting game for us. And we spoke to Opo, who was a Liverpool fan, and also DG. And here's what they had to say about that result. Hey guys, my name is Ovo, and I'm a Liverpool fan. And this is my match reaction for the game between Liverpool and Tottenham Hotspurs. So. Before the game, Jose Mourinho was trying to play some mind games, saying we don't really have injuries. Like, okay, we could even make subs because we, we don't have players. But anyways, uh, talking about the game, uh, I think we were very, very good. You know, we played a high line. We played our normal game. We weren't scared. We took the game to them. And we had some chances, but um, we're just shooting straight at the goalkeeper. And uh, Spurs had more clear-cut chances, but that was just because when we had to break down, like, basically the entire 10 players, they just needed one long ball and put something behind. So that's why they got more clear-cut chances. But anyways, it didn't work, and Liverpool managed to get all three points. Um, Shout-out to Rhys Williams. I think it was brilliant. This is his Premier League debut, and he's just slotting in and dominating the most informed strike partnership in the league. You know, it was a brilliant performance. He won all his duels, but... Uh, today, it was the midfield, Curtis Jones, Van Aldum, and Jordan Henderson. You know, these guys worked so hard, pressed for 90 minutes. The pass was incredible. They shifted the ball perfectly, and it was just a brilliant all-round performance. And what's over the table? And um, hopefully, we can keep pushing, because it's not going to matter if we win this game and drop points against Crystal Palace. So we need to keep pushing. The league isn't over yet. And um, yeah... With January, hopefully we can get some new defenders in just to buff up the squad and have our um, players returning back to full fitness. And yeah, we can challenge on all fronts, including the Champions League. So, brilliant victory. I'm very happy. Thank you. And you know we're working on. Hi, everyone. This is Nijie, sports fan. Um, the second time I've been on the podcast, so it's a privilege for me to be here. Um, so the game in the weekend was uh, was okay. Yeah. So I noticed I'm I'm sounding quite down because we lost the game in a very very harsh manner. And the thing is, we we tried our best. We we went there with a game plan, and then we. We tried our possible best to to win the game, but it wasn't enough. The, the tactics that 
we we adopted was quite good up until the um I think eightieth minute or ninetieth minute where Femino did the unthinkable and scored um in the other. So I I I wouldn't want to blame the manager because uh, we're going away to a team that had not lost a game up until uh, this weekend. They, they have t- up until now they've not lost any game. So we had to play in a in a very tactical manner. Although I, I believe we respected them too much because who was that guy? Who was that guy? The, the defender, I can't remember I can't remember his name. I think Williams or so. Yeah, he's a small boy and then he won man of the match because we respected them a lot. So I, I thought the manager was going to you know, try and you know attack them a little bit. We have the best attacking pair in the world, but I don't, I don't, want, I don't think, I don't think that's a stretch. If I say we have the best attacking pair in um, Hurricane and so on in the world right now, so respecting Liverpool was, uh, I'd say, it was the one that came to to bite us, you know. So, but overall, it was a good game. It was a good game. We we had a couple of chances, you know. Mario saying we. <laughs> We're saying that we're the better, that the better team lost. I think that that um a bit exaggerated, but I get where I get where it's coming from because we had the mo- um, most clear-cut chances, far better chances to win the game. Even though they had more possession, I think it was seventy-three to twenty-seven or so. But we had more um clear clear-cut chances. We had we had the bad ones. Um, Marikin missed a very very <laughs> missed a that almost that almost made me faint. You know, so but. It was a good game. Congrats to Liverpool. Congrats to um, Jurgen Klopp for winning this, uh, the manager of the year, I think. But it's still early days. There are lots of games to play. You know, Liverpool are going to Palace this weekend. And I believe they may drop points. So the, the ball is in our court. You know, everybody is for everyone to lose at, at the point, at this point in time. And I still maintain it's still between um, the title between Liverpool, Chelsea, Spurs, and. Um, I think yeah, Manchester United and maybe Manchester City too. So it's it's still open. It's a very long race. It's a marathon of the sprint. So we have um, lots of games to play, and I hope that I'm supposed to bounce back in the game Leicester City this weekend. Just watch out, my boys. But I wouldn't like them three zero. Um, well, Liverpool's chances too. I believe they probably beat Palace, so even though I wanted to lose, you know. But they may win, but if they draw, it's it's your own advantage. So. I believe um, it's a long season, and uh, we're going to see how it goes. So starting from this weekend, come on, sports. Sure. Right. Yeah, well, it's it's really showing that this this title race is going to be a very tight one. But well, let's see how all of that shapes up in the end. I can't believe we're here discussing another Chelsea loss after we praised them for keeping clean sheets a couple of weeks back. Now, this is the second game week in a row, and we're discussing the Chelsea loss. Well, I'm sure the defeat left a lot of fans disappointed, and Reward shared his feedback on the 2-1 loss away to Wolves. Yeah, is what he had to say. Hi, guys. Reward here. How's it going? I'm a Chelsea fan. Glad to be on the show once again. Chelsea Wolves, uh, where do I start from? I'm absolutely gutted how we lost that game. I can't, I can't, I can't even believe Lampard let that happen. The players, they should all carry their their heads in shame because it was it was a disgusting performance. Um, it was typical Wolves. Um, 
shut shut down everything, play the defensive game with the back five and expect Chelsea to do throw all they can and let Chelsea tire out. And it works perfectly to plan. How Lampard didn't see that coming with the five-man defense of Wolves just beats my understanding. Kai Havertz, man. <laughs> please just bench this guy. Just bench the guy. Let the guy stay on the bench, please. He's not ready. He's, he's obviously not ready for the EPL. Just give him some time on the bench. It will do him a lot of good. Timo Werner wasted. Oh, Lord. Please give him a, place him on the bench as well. Those two German guys, they should stay on the bench till they know what's up. Uh, Pulisic, I never understood why Lampard moved him to the right after the first half because the guy was absolutely killing it on the left. Lampard, once again, I don't know. How Zuma allowed Neto run past him and shouldn't Mendy be doing better with that um, last minute last minute goal? Anyways, we move on. We face West Ham next. and I'm, <laughs> I really don't know what to expect at this point. Yeah, Chicks, it was, it was a terrible result for Chelsea, and I think we all covered almost everything that I can I can speak concerning that concerning that result. Um, yes, Zuma was was not too good in that one-on-one situation with Pedro Neto, but then the rest of the team really let us down. And I've been saying this that our attacking play needs to improve. As much as they're pulling it down to injuries, it just seems like there's no idea. We just want to get the ball wide to the fullbacks to cross. And, you know, yes, that leads to some opportunities for what that should not be our only way of trying to get goals. It seems like that's our only way of trying to get goals. And I, I really want to go into the Chelsea game. Like, it's, it's crazy. Um, I think it was, it was real. We had a few. Of episodes ago, that said to the Chelsea fan, Brazilian fan, Lampard fan, and everybody knows that I've always been like that. Like I've, I'm really not Frank Lampard's number one person, and well, I, I I'm not calling for him to be sacked yet, because uh, I don't think the kind of people that we want to manage this club are available, apart from the likes of Poch and Allegri. And I know that Chelsea fans have their issues with both of them. For Allegri, they would say boring. For Poch, they would say no trophies. But still, um, maybe Frank just gets to the end of the season and the club is able to bring in the kind of person that they feel can move, can move us forward. Because I really do not think Frank Lampard is that person. Other people would think differently, but that's just me. I don't think Frank Lampard is the right person. I feel, I feel your pain. <laughs> No, you guys always be on Ole, and because for me, I always defend Ole because um, some, sometimes you just see that Ole is trying something, but maybe it's not working out the way he wants it to. So that's why for me, I'm always like, ah, come on, let's just give Ole a chance. I'm a United fan, but I like to give Ole a chance. But if my grandpa is not, I'm But yeah, uh, I think in um, what I call it better news, Arsenal didn't lose this time. And it's actually a big deal for me. Um, shocking. It's actually shocking. Yeah. Me that. So it's, it's so nice. Like um, They had been on a losing streak and then they managed to draw 1-1 with Southampton. Like that's, that's a very big deal. And maybe that's why we're able to get an Arsenal fan this time. 
So yeah, we, we <laughs> spoke to we spoke to Oreva and um, here's what he had to say about the one one draw with Southampton. Hello everyone. My name is Oreva and I'm an Arsenal fan. Yeah, I know. I'm here to talk about the game against Southampton. <laughs> I mean, what to talk about? The game was tragic. I mean, we didn't lose, so that's a plus. Um, it's crazy because it was written in the stars that Walcott was going to score against us now, and it happened, and he celebrated. And as much as we all um, had our ideal teams, Ateta should play. He didn't play with Bellerin, he didn't play with Xhaka, he didn't play Lacazette, and everything still went to shit. Still didn't win. Still got a red card. It's like they are doing a red card competition at this point. Three red cards in the last four or five games. That's tragic. Ateta has seven red cards since he became manager of Arsenal. That's like the highest in the league or in the whole of Europe. That's also tragic. Um, in January, I would like us to sign a creative player. I do not want Ericsson because he's old. But I wouldn't mind Havertz. I wanted Sobos Libor. Seems he's going to Red Bull. Um, so I won't mind Buendia right now or and our. And um, we just, Ateta just needs to figure it out and go back to the basics. A lot is happening at the club right now. Um, different reports keep leaking out that, about things happening. He just needs to go back to the basics. And I don't think they should sack him yet. Probably give him another window or two, maybe. But then again, if the results keep going, sir, and we get relegated, <laughs> they might need to sack him. Yeah. All right. Thank you, guys. Well, hopefully, they get the signings they're looking forward to in January. And maybe the board is actually not thinking of sacking Ateta and they give him time, like Oreva is thinking. Well, Theo Walcott, I feel, I feel, yeah, he scored. And I don't think. And so people are saying he shouldn't have celebrated. For me, I think I'm on the same page with Oreva that he should celebrate. It's been a long time since he left Arsenal. For me, no hard feelings there. That celebration thing is always, I don't know. It just depends. You can celebrate, you can choose to not celebrate. But I get that it can be painful for fans to watch. Like when Frank Lampard scored against Chelsea when he played for City. Didn't celebrate. And I think like <laughs> I, I think that that helped a bit. Even though I know that season he scored some important goals for City when we're still like battling with them, and people were calling him from Judas because like what was wrong? What I do? But yeah, it, it happened. It depends. Walker can celebrate. He can choose not to. I think he should be allowed to make that decision himself. I think I think that's fair enough. I don't think he was a legend or something that he shouldn't shouldn't have. That option exactly. Anyways, one team that has been on a winning streak and a very, very it's okay, wonderful form. A wonderful away form, if you ask me. It's it's been it's been how many games in a row now? I think ten away matches. Ten away matches in a row. And in six of them, we've been a goal, at least a goal down, and we've come from behind to win. Now, United... Why did you play like that against Leipzig now? You found fighting spirits. Why did you not come back against Leipzig? Please, let's... let's, let's Relax now. Relax now. 
why is he pinning you? Like Chelsea's lost. Yeah, it's it's okay. But well, mind you, it's winning. Like this is the Premier League. Enjoy enjoy the Champions League. We'll be back there. Probably win the Europa first and be back there and just take everything from everyone. But well, it was Sheffield United, so it wasn't shocking that United won because of their current run of form. But there was a lot of talking points in that game, a lot of talking points. And we spoke to KY, who is a United fan, and he had a lot to say. And here is most of it. Yeah, hello guys. So this is Consal Agosu. Um, I'm a Manchester United fan. And thanks to Chooks for having me here. I mean, to talk about the club I love. Wow, so Manchester United versus Sheffield. I... I expected a win, definitely. I expected a win. But Manchester United that just as a way of giving you high blood pressure while you're watching them all through this season, high blood pressure, you know. I wouldn't say I was surprised that Sheffield went went ahead first, but it was a very stupid goal. But I mean, we are better than them, so it's just it was only just it was made clear. I mean, once we got into the groove, I mean that was it. Um, so I mean, was a good game, good game to watch. wasn't boring, so there was that. And yes, for Manchester United, I feel Ole isn't the right man for the job. That's number one. And then number two, even if he wants to stay in the job, he needs to realize that. The more attacking his team is, the bet the better because they can't defend. They cannot defend. And I would say my two priority positions right now. A center back and a right winger. A fast center back and a right winger. But if I was if I wasn't going to get the center back, I'll get a DM. So a DM and a right winger is fine. A CB and a DM is fine. A CB and a right winger is also fine. Yeah. And I think we might just be able to do something funny this season. Uh, I I can't stand these United fans now. Like, when you guys were losing, I was there for you. Now my team, <laughs> my team is losing, and you guys are winning. You guys are not there for me. It's, it's unfair. You know, we're together in this struggle, bro. We're together. Ah, we're together. That's what my grandpa did to me now. Can you see? Yeah, you know when you have like legends coming back to coach. Yeah, that thing, that thing doesn't it doesn't always work. I think Milan tried it where they kept on bringing back their ex players to just come in and manage, and it wasn't working. Like, well, let's move on to more interesting things like FPL, and we'll be talking about tips for game week fourteen, and maybe because they just finished. 
beating you, bro. I think we should start with, by talking about Wolves. Um, so Wolves are a team filled with a lot of budget midfielders. Uh, since Jota left, we don't really have, and even when Jota was there, since Jota left, we don't really have um any expensive midfielder in that um Wolves lineup. They are all reasonably priced, and uh, we asked Vincent which Wolves midfielder we should be looking to bring in. Here's what he said. Hello, everyone. This is Jock Vincent. Feels good to be on the pod once again. So far this season, I have a total of 717 points. Really bad start, I must say, yes. There's nothing exciting about playing a field this season so far like all the moves have been one wrong move after another you know but yeah speaking about wolves midfield they have budget midfielders uh, that could take up the fifth midfield spot if you're looking to get budget midfielders and uh, top on that list is neto you know he's been really a threat this season getting into dangerous areas very good on the ball you know and surprisingly he's is ranked top 15 in the ICT index that's the influence creativity and threat index all combined he's about 13th or 14th of all players in FPL so it means he's he's really dangerous this season you know and with the absence of Jimenez uh, you, you could see that even with Silva on the pitch he still drifts to um, to the center and he's usually in the box so uh, if you're looking to get a budget midfielder at five point I, I think he's currently the most transparent player right now above Salah so at 5.8 uh, He's definitely up there with uh, with the best at that price range. Uh, if you if you don't have enough for five point eight, you could consider Prudence at five point. I think it's on five point three or five point four now. Uh, but I prefer I prefer Neto because Neto 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 somehow plays more more ninety minutes uh, than Prudence. So Podence is all trickery, all creativity, yes, but he's not he's not quite as sharp in the box as Neto, you know, and uh, his shooting is not as good as Neto's as well. So if you're looking to get a Wolves midfield, I'd say you get Neto, and if you don't have enough for Neto, you get Podence. And the good thing about Wolves is they are fixed up proof like they could really score anything on their day and with Jimenez absent you can trust this two to be firing on all cylinders. Thank you. Well for me it's been a bittersweet experience with Wolves midfielders. The day I put them on my bench they go ahead to score. The day I sell them off they go ahead to score. So well yeah, I'll just I'll just keep an eye out for them in the end. Anyways, we we Crystal Palace, West Brom, and Newcastle up next for Liverpool. 
we asked Henry if Mane well, has been struggling to get on the scoring sheet. Can we discover that scoring torch and maybe prove to be a solid captain option? And here is what Henry had to say. Hi, I'm Henry and I currently have 800 points so far this season. Now, yes, I think Mani can rediscover his current touch against these um, teams. But um, personally, I wouldn't, um, I wouldn't be paying so much um, to get money in at the moment. I'd rather just add um, 0.3 million and get Salah, which I feel is a better captain option and um, who plays um, closer to the goal than, than getting money for these games. So I think it's better and um, you just save your money and, and buy Salah instead. Yeah. Chelsea, well, yes, Chelsea. The club that keeps breaking my heart. Um, Chelsea have gone three games without a clean sheet while conceding four goals. We asked Yeni if we could consider trading our Chelsea defensive assets. And if yes, who are those possible replacements? Hi, guys. My name is Yeni. I currently have 774 points on FPL. Truth of the matter is, yes, Chelsea have gone three games without a clean sheet, but the way this league is set up, it's hard for anybody to keep clean sheets. We were thinking it was their keeper, something has gone wrong, yes, but clean sheet is not sure a big. So what I would say is, and yes, I have been chill. So I would say keep him if you want to swap maybe you just go for a lesser option that's zuma but yeah these guys would either score or assist even when they've considered so i would keep keep them for now and they don't have crazy fixtures ahead so they can still steal something yeah but i'll keep them for a while chelsea assets were were given the best defensive returns for let's just see how things shape up in the coming weeks. Anyways, we reached out to Gaffar to tell us who he is trusting with the armband for game week 14. And here is his captain pick. Hey guys, uh, my name is Gaffar. Right now I've got 778 points. It is a tight call this game week um, with the captain um, pick. But I'll have to go with Mo Salah. Um, almost guaranteed to play a lot of minutes uh, because of the quick turnaround. A lot of players might see limited action on the pitch. Uh, but Liverpool have a ton of injury problems at the moment, so they almost have no option but to play their best 11. Uh, it's a tight call, like I said, uh, but I think uh, Mo Salah has the best, uh, one of the best fixtures, and his minutes mean that he probably has a higher um, EV. So, my pick this week has to be Mo Salah. Well, tough decision for Captain Peaks, if you ask me in this period, but that's fair enough. And with that, we have come to the end of another episode of the Empty Stands podcast. Join in the conversation on our Twitter page at 
the empty stands and let us know your captain picks. And you could send us screenshots of your team so we can give you feedback and have our other analysts comment on your team. Have a fruitful game week and catch you all later. Thank you.